0: Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia and Ian Carlos Crawford. Today, we're going to be talking about coping with horror and how we as horror fans use horror to cope with our own, our own psyches, our own mental health and the world around us. Right. I feel like with horror fans, we have a specific sort of understanding with each other even though horror fans are fucking miserable all to each other right it's just there's always arguments always everything especially being on twitter like you know that we <laughs> hang it bitch and argue about everything but i think one commonality that we all have is very much that we all understand that horror is not just what like you know middle america moms think it is that it's just something that incites violence it's more something that we we used to cope with everything around us. Um and you know, everybody sees it differently. Everybody sees horror differently. Some yeah. people are just there for the entertainment you know some people just want to see a bloodbath and a gore fest you know or torture porn you know there are those horror fans as well not everybody's reading into it too deep but we however the gays here at my bloody judy we read into it very deep okay the smart we, horror
1: fans we, <laughs> the
0: smart horror, we will have a full two-hour drunk discussions at a katie Trail's ice house about Cindy prescott okay um that's how deep we're gonna get here um so if take you're out not my fucking mfa
1: degree and put it behind me just so people you know. should you
0: should have just been holding it right next to you the entire time please don't even Um, know where that shit is (laughs) so if you're just the horror fan that enjoys horror and this doesn't mean anything to you then we'll see you later in the next one okay um (laughs) but uh where do we start i think maybe we'll start with what was the 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 piece of horror that helped you with a real life event helped you get through something helped your own psyche helped your mental health in whatever way and so how like, did it do that
1: so like um when uh a few years ago when i was living in new york my roommate who was also my ex-boyfriend and a close friend had passed away and we found him unexpectedly um dead in his bed right And it was the, I can genuinely say it was the worst day of my life. I can like pinpoint the worst day of my life. And a lot of times watching horror movies where people can like get past their trauma. um, Mm. And for me, that's a very important, like, you know, when I went to Grady Hendrix, who we had on for Halloween H2O, he did uh, for his book signing in Philly when I went to it. He did like a whole history of horror and he talked about how, most of us like harps who want to watch these people live. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a really important and smart way of putting that. Like I, you and I definitely are those harp fans, right? We're yes. not watching to be like, ooh, I hope this girl's going to like die in the end. We're watching because we want to watch her like fucking kick the killer's ass and survive. Um, and like, okay, we like a chase scene, but we're not rooting for the person to die in the chase scene. Yeah. Um, and like, I think that that's really the new scream for me. One of the reasons I love it so much, because I love this form of, like, I mean, we talked about this when we went through them. Sydney has like her, she still has her little bits of development through the whole series. But for me, this felt such a perfect final form for Sydney. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been through this. I'm here, I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. And like, all right, she was a little nervous, but she wasn't like completely terrified. And I felt like that for me is like really important. Like I said, when we met her, I said like, thank you for doing stream five. It meant a lot to me, um, like really quick. And I think of her going, I'm bored and hanging up on the killer as like such, like she's hanging up on her trauma. She's hanging up and being like, you're not really affecting me anymore. Goodbye. Yeah. And for me, like just talking about that, I could cry because I'm like, fuck, I want to get to that point. And like, you know, my thing happened wasn't 25 years ago. It was like eight years ago coming up on the anniversary. Um, and like every summer I get really depressed about it. Every July, I get really depressed that it happened in July. Um, and so, like, to watch. And, you know, there's not a lot of final girls that we've seen survive this long, right? Like, yeah. we have some really great final girls, but a lot of horror franchises will bring them back to kill them, you know? Nancy's great in Dream Warriors, but she fucking dies. Yeah. And that sucks. Um, and, like, you know, Laurie Strode has died, uh, depending on what your whatever. And, like, and not to, like... But, like, that's a big gripe with the way they portray Laurie Strode is that she's just drowning in her trauma. There's no, there's not, like, a, it's, like, she's become a different person and become this, like, person who shows up drunk to family events and ruins them and, like, misses her d- granddaughter's graduation. And, like, for me, it's important to be able to see, like, oh, you can move past it. Mm-hmm. um, Because, like, in real life, I want, you want to be able to move past your trauma, you know? And, like, yeah. a lot of times, like, horror will help me with that and like you know i even uh, like you know it's not quite horror but it is kind of and it's you know when do we not bring up buffy but like buffy was really important for me for that too like i remember i watched chosen a lot it was like the body and chosen that i watched a lot after chris died because it was like okay the body is like we're processing and chosen is like she's getting her fucking happy ending yeah and she's smiling at the end um so i liked that i really really like that and i find a lot of a lot of importance in those stories of like, you can you can go through this terrible shit, but mm-hmm. you can make it. At the end of the day, you can make it. Yep. Um, And a, like, you know, a lot of horror like kind of tells that story, even if it's the most basic slasher, if like a person makes it, they make it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, even if it's not that well done, even if it's a movie you and I wouldn't watch, if the person makes it, I could see where uh, someone would be like, yes, I like this because I liked the character and they make it, you know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah, and it's I think it's really important to remember that like these situations in these horror movies are often so exaggerated from real life, right? This is not right. real life, but we still see we still see the character whether they live or die at the end, right? We still see them like there's a strength in seeing somebody fight for their life, like go through all of these obstacles to survive, and you know. It's even better when they do rise above, and we see that, right? And they come out the other end. Um, I always find – that's always exciting to me. I find a little bit more of the chaos of these of these situations the, the most cathartic for me, you know? Um, so you love seeing Sydney in Scream 5 because she is – this is the end of – she's at the end of the tunnel already, right? And she's been at the end of the tunnel. She's gone through the tunnel already, and she can show up and do – to do what needs to be done, but at the same time, she's like, it is, you're right, like, every ghost face she talks to on the phone in those movies is her trauma, and finally she's just like, "Mm, done, you know, just hanging up on that trauma. Um, I always kind of recognize that at the end of these movies, these characters Are now left, like we all often leave them with all of the trauma, right? And where they a lot of times don't even unpack it. We don't see a lot of characters post that movie, but that's why I love sequels so much, I think, is because we do see the life after, right? And Scream is a really good example of somebody who, like, we track. through her whole life, we've seen Sydney's whole adult life, basically, yeah. and we see her stages of rising above. You know, we don't always get to see that. Laurie Strode is my favorite final girl. I love. I know you think that, like she's, you know, drowning in her trauma, and she absolutely is. Like every time we see her, she's pretty much drowning in her trauma, we haven't really seen her come out of the other end at the at yet. Like we have seen with Sydney Prescott, but I think that's what appeals to me more is that. I can't spiral out of my control in my real life. I can't do it because if I do that, it affects those around me. It affects like, it affects my whole life. And then, and then where am I at? If I acted like Laurie Strode does in Halloween, 2018, it just, it's not good. It's not, it's not something I can logically do or realistically do. And so watching her and living through that with her, you know, when I'm spiraling in my fucking head, watching her do that, it just is my way of living that.
1: No, and I, I can understand how that could be, like gratifying to you mm-hmm. for me i just uh i find it like you're torturing this character let her yeah. like i you know i love h2o like for me that almost was the end of her tunnel you know what i mean like uh to give credit to that movie like it did like she was still traumatized but she like you know i think of that scene when she's like my mm-hmm. like that's good that's her confronting yeah. her trauma and being like we're gonna fucking do this because i'm tired of this shit." um and like that for me was like a really great laurie strode moment that's like a final girl moment that i love where it's like yeah this shit fucked you up but like you're gonna confront it because you have to Mm -hmm. um because like you know the very base it's like terrible to like keep it all in a ball because then you'll just like pass out and die right yeah uh so for me i like that shit i like you know uh I, I I've talked to a few younger horror fans like I talked to someone who said that Halloween kills was <laughs> I their favorite to the youth. I
0: counseled the youths
1: <laughs> I talked to someone that said <laughs> Halloween kills is one of their favorite horror movies yeah. uh because they liked watching Michael the way he killed everyone and I was mm. like i guess
0: i can see that i can see the appeal in that too though like i do i won't say you know act like i'm hoity-toity and i don't enjoy these kills right i enjoy an interesting kill and i enjoy you know like tatum in the garage you know in the garage door i i like the way some of the kills are set up
1: for me like i can even see the merit in that because it's thrilling it's not just like oh she's being stabbed over and over again Mm -hmm. now he's cutting her upside down now he's cutting her open now he's ripping open her like for me if it's like if it's like, are you going to get away? Ah, uh, shit, you didn't get away. But mm. a mostly in Halloween Kills, it was like, Michael is holding you by the neck, cutting you with a light bulb, and just shredding you to shards. And like, that's not... There's no like, oh, is this old lady going to get away? No, she's dead.
0: As you mentioned, like, Chris's anniversary is coming up, right? And so do you see yourself... Do you... When the, that anniversary does come up, do you put horror movies on? And do you kind of like...
1: Um, or do you I, just
0: go to sleep i i uh like usually i'll
1: text my friend that like Mm. we went through it together and we'll like be like you know like pandemic was really rough because it was like oh i haven't seen another human being in you know i was you know i see you all the time but like i hadn't seen in person a human being that like wasn't my parents in a while um and so like i will i'll try to do things like i'll watch honestly usually buffy usually it's buffy or scream buffy or scream i mean scream counts but like fucking i feel like counts too though yeah right and like but i feel like anyone listening who has listened to us is like well i fucking duh ian's talking about screaming buffy like (laughs) um but yeah no i'll try to like watch things either that or i'll watch like completely stupid brainless like american dad like i'll get stoned and put on american dad um because like chris really liked buffy too like he when we dated when we were like 20 that was what we first bonded over that we both loved buffy Mm -hmm. um and i'm sorry i'm getting like a little anxious
0: and i'm talking more it's okay further. if we can move on if you want to
1: no, no 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 it's fine um yeah so i do try to have like comfort viewings um it's weird because after it first happened i did i had like a weird thing like if i watched a horror movie and like there was we spent too much time on like the dead body that would yeah. like bother me mm. like not the like gore of it it's like the this person's dead now we're gonna like the camera's going to stay on them. That would, I noticed that that would be like a little too, like weirdly the gore wouldn't bother me, but that, yeah, that would be a little triggering because like I looked at his dead body for so long. So it was like, "Eh, don't like, I remember watching, um, Fargo and there's like, there's a very, they like stay on that dead body that's frozen to death, like a, for whatever amount of, it might not even be that long, but you know, it had only been a few months after Chris. And I remember thinking like, I got like a stomach ache, just like staying on that dead body. Um, so like stuff like that can be a little triggering um but yeah like you know watching Sydney prescott be like fuck you to the person who like created her trauma you know what i mean like they literally created it because they're killing everyone around her um Mm -hmm. that's like very very like that feels good like i can see myself watching Scream five or at least the last half hour again um and like i literally i think i told you this before like I literally will like turn on paramount plus if I'm stoned and literally just watch like the Sydney Gale, like their <laughs> entrance. And like, I've watched that end so many times.
0: Yeah. That, that, paramount plus don't even play it for you anymore. <laughs> You've reached your capacity at that one. Do you think, what about the triggering stuff though? Like lingering on the dead body? Do you think that had any positive effect on you at all? Like, did it desensitize you to that at all? Or did you just, was it a whole negative thing?
1: Um, Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I think
0: I don't have a good answer to that, honestly. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Because we're kind of, like, painting um, how it helps us cope with the real world, right? But at the same time, horror can also, like... There's two sides to every coin, and it can also be negative as well. Um, I remember when my granny died. That was my first ever real experience with death, and I just did not know how to handle it. I remember I was like 11 or 12 years old. I just didn't understand it. I didn't understand. Like I remember she had messaged me on MySpace the day before asking me how she can do a background on MySpace. right? And I didn't answer her because I just – I didn't want to answer her at that moment. I was doing something. I don't know, but I was going to come back and answer her, and she died the very next day, and – I remember it just like really ate at me like how somebody was just there and then they were just gone, right? Yeah. And I remember going into a full tailspin, but I would watch the body. Body definitely did it for me. That was just like I would replay the body over and over again and Anya's speech was exactly like what I what I was thinking, right? It's like I don't understand. Like it's not computing that it's just not yeah. here no more, right? Um I would You're also make me cry watch.
1: just put, just like <laughs> remotely quoting that. It is ride. that that
0: is the episode that is my favorite Buffy episode of all time, and I consider it horror. That's horror. Um, <laughs> they, but I would also watch all of my favorite comfort movies, right? Because my grandma was really a a big champion And She was the type of person who didn't have a lot of money, but she would any gifts she would ever send me were always things that she knew I liked. So she, everybody, all of my family knew I liked horror movies, and there were some members of my family who thought it was like you know. I, I shouldn't be watching things like that, but right. my granny was, was the hippy-dippy one of the whole family, and so she always would send me uh, journals because she knew I liked Aunt Frank. She would send me all of the horror movies and stuff like that, so I remember, like, getting all of the DVDs together that she had sent me and just re-watching those over and over again. And Halloween was one of those because I'd watched Halloween 4 or 5 and the first one for the very first time with her Um And so I just remember watching those over and over again, and that felt made me feel a little bit connected to her, right? Um, And and the death just didn't, for some reason, the death just doesn't hit like that for me. You know, it doesn't seem morbid to me where it would seem morbid to a lot of people. You know, like my mom hates watching those movies because she's like, "Why would you want to see stuff like this?" You know, Um, and it's a weird like thing I can't explain. It's just, it has. I I, I guess I can't even explain to my mom why it's not about the death. It's about like the situation around it and Laurie Strode like busting out of that house and running across the street and, you know, really like fighting for her life. Or I just, it's hard to explain that to people who don't really get it. I don't know. There's just different horror for just different situations, right? Like, I love watching Laurie Strode just spiral out of control because that's me getting to spiral out of control through her. I love seeing her, like, in Halloween H2O really come into her power because it makes me feel powerful, right? So I guess I have different Laurie Strodes to watch if I want to feel different things. Um, But then there's other horror movies also that just, you know different things for you right like hereditary again it's i think one of the reasons that i like it so much is because it is a fantastic exploration of grief but it's grief that is does spiral out of control and again i can't let my or i just won't let my my own grief ever spiral out of control i just can't do it um and so watching something like that is me getting to relive that right i feel it through them like tony collett i can feel everything she's feeling when she's like crouched over on the floor after after charlie dies and she's just like rocking back and forth and her husband has her his arm over her like that's incredible and that's that's i feel it i feel it i know it you know that is the type of guttural sounds you want to make when you're feeling something like that um i will say that that's why i don't like watching that movie because i Mm. love that movie but i don't like watching
1: it because i i so, like, my grandma yeah. was my favorite person, and my grandma passed away, I think, a year after Chris or two years after, and she was, like, my whole world. She she babysat me all the time. We would yeah. watch horror movies together. Um, And, like, and this isn't to diminish anything. It's just yes. there's, a, there's like, a big difference between finding, surprisingly, finding a dead body of someone you love and, like, someone you love dying. Yes. Um, so, like, because... I like touched Chris's body and know mm. what like a hardened dead body feels like. Yeah. Um. Like watching her cradle that I know the, like the like thought process of being like, please, this has to be a dream. This cannot be real. I need to do something, but there's nothing you can do. Like I, I can yeah. remember calling 911 and they're like, you have to do CPR. He might be alive. And I was like, he's dead. I can like a dead body feels yeah, different. It does. Um. And it just like, So like watching that scene, I'm like, like it gives me a stomachache watching because Tony Mm. Collette is so good. And like, I mean, all the actors in the movie are so good. Um, But I think it like I still like am on the same length as you because it is so well
0: done. Like it's just it just might be too real for you. So maybe things that are just too real for you don't really fit. Um, And that's not the horror that you're really connecting to. Right. Whereas the things that are too real are me not. And it may not even be the healthiest way, but I can't I can't. I can't see a dead body. I can't do it. When, when he died, you know, that was, I know exactly what you mean about the, the body because she felt different. And it like, I, I remember the first time I touched her And felt that I like recoiled and like shook. Like I, I I couldn't, and I can't get that out of my mind. You know, I had to close her eyes. I had to make sure that she, I like set her up. So it looked like she was just sleeping because the way she looked like is still burned into my brain. You know, I'm so happy. I never had to see my grandma, you know, in a casket or anything like, I don't think I can do that. I don't think I'm the type of person who can, who can, um, you know they say that it's it's good for what finality if you see so if you see your loved one like yeah and like, I, I I can't do it that's not me and watching it in a horror movie doesn't look the same right so it's like easier for me to process something like that and I can process the dead body in a horror movie I just don't want to do it in real life
1: that um, that makes sense and like I think is I think that's like a Hispanic thing right like seeing the body. Because, Maybe, like, I know the Puerto yeah. Ricans in my family are very, like, my mom is very big on, like, oh, you should, like, kiss the hand. I'm like, I'm not kissing a dead uh, yeah, body's they, hand.
0: They want to, like, they want to touch it. They want to get down. They want to kiss the forehead. Yeah. I'm like, that is not whoever is here right now. Uh-huh. This is not them. I don't want to be near this. I don't want to be, like, participating in this. Um, yeah. And, again, a horror movie getting to do that is it's me getting to do that through from a distance, right? I think it's important. Let's let's talk about horror movies in our psyche and our mental health, right? <laughs> Is that horror movies um, are in a way a practice for certain situations or a way of uh, going through something in the way that we want, right? So like if we... We all feel anxiety in real life, and some of us to like varying degrees. And and anxiety—not me ever, no. Never. <laughs> anxiety is like pretty intense. Like if you know what severe anxiety feels like, it's it's debilitating at times. Um And when you go in to watch a horror movie, you're opening yourself up to anxiety. You're opening yourself up to being fear. Like you feel fear and anxiety hand in hand. You feel like you can feel sadness, whatever the emotion that is being poured out of a horror movie. But what is really good about that is that you are choosing when you're gonna watch this horror movie right. you're choosing where you're gonna watch it how you're gonna watch it um if you want to look i i i always wear a hat to horror movie me wearing a hat oh. uh, <laughs> i always wear a hat to horror movie because if i get if i know there's a jump scare coming up i just <laughs> i just like look down for a minute
1: wait zach that's really cute
0: i do uh, i do have to because you can hear it coming right
1: i i i i just look down Like, I'll, like, look down. But I, that's so funny. Because Because
0: Alistair will give me shit. And so I don't want him to see me doing that. So I just kind of, like, I'm still (laughs) looking. I'm still facing.
1: (laughs) Well, are you kidding? No, I mastered the art of, I'm sitting up. But I'm my eyes are looking dead. <laughs> I, I would get embarrassed when I was like a teen, yeah. and we would go see horror movies. I didn't want anyone else to know I was scared. So like I mastered the art of like sitting straight yeah. up, my face is looking, but my eyes are completely dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, but what's the common thread there is control. We have control yeah. when we watch horror movies, where in real life you don't always have that control, right? Like if you're if you're if you're out your car and you're robbed one day, or if you're held at knife point, or if anything bad happens to you, right? That's real world. Things that, that can happen to you that you have no control over and you don't know how yeah. that situation is going to go. But if you go to watch a horror movie, you are controlling the exact responses that you're going to be get, getting, right? You are opening yourself up to those expo- uh, those responses and those emotions and those feelings. Um, and you're feeling them. And in a way, that can be really cathartic because you're experiencing that on your own terms, right? Like how many times would you love to be in public and you get a panic attack or something? Like, wouldn't you love that to be on your own terms? That's a horror movie. <laughs> you're You're – giving yourself that on your own terms.
1: I mean, I don't know that anyone would be like, great. I'll have my panic attack now. Please. I'll have my panic attack
0: today. <laughs> I do want to feel anxiety sometimes, you know, because I, I feel like I often feel like if I haven't experienced an emotion or something, sometimes I'll just like randomly tell hustler like, I just like really want to cry right now. I'm not sad about anything. I don't feel anything about it. I just like, feel like I haven't cried in a long time and I kind of just want to cry and I'll put something on and I'll cry, you know? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I get that. It's, it, it, and it's great in that way. Um, you know, the real world is so fucking horrifying the the real world just is is scarier than a horror movie could ever be right as real as people can try to make a horror movie, it still does not compare to real life
1: you know and that's I did I, I wanted to bring up the new Texas Chainsaw massacre specifically for that because like they definitely were try I don't know what they were trying to do yeah. but like by having one of the main girls who really wasn't the main character for the whole movie. Mm-hmm like be a survivor of a school shooting like and i am not someone like whatever we're liberals so blah 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 but like i'm not someone who's like oh well that's like seems insensitive but it just felt like why are you doing this this character right like yeah and it didn't like relate back there was like no moment it related back
0: it's and like, so it, it's like the little brief shot that we got sh- yeah is was it a single shot or was it multiple i don't know because they didn't go into that enough for something so serious right yeah we hardly got any of that the i guess we're supposed to assume that she's a survivor already so she's ready Uh, maybe that's what they were trying to do but it just again didn't really hit and i find that with all the horror movies right like there are real things in real the real world that i'm just terrified of that is a perfect example like we just had how many shootings we just had three yeah. Recently, I'm sure there are more, but I'm just going to miss them, right? We had Buffalo, Uvalde, we had Tulsa. These are these are people who went to these places. Right? These are kids, 19 kids who went to school, fully expecting to go home the next day. They probably left a toy out in their room that they were going to come back to or something that they had to like be pu- pulled away from that they knew they were going to return to and they were excited to come back to it. And they never came home. The parents of those kids are, are living in those homes with – a bedroom that somebody was going to come back to like that's that is more horrifying than anything and yet when we see horror movies that do depict depicts things like that they never get it right and there's something that you just can't get right with things like that right you can make a movie about anything you can make it as real try to make it as real as you can try it will never be as real as that so um what the the manson family murders were fucking hor- horrible That's a real thing that happened. It sounds like a horror movie. People have tried to like recreate that and you just can't do it. The strangers tried to redo that, right? That feeling of like being home. And it's scary. The strangers, I think, is like a terrifying because it's it's real. It could happen, but still there's something unreal about it, you know? There's something surreal about that movie, even though it is like so grounded in reality that it's just still not real, you know? And so watching that is, is just I don't know. I guess you get to like kind of live through a situation like that and hope that that never happens to you in real life because in real life you're not going to like – I think we were talking before this, right, is that you You watch a horror movie and you're oftentimes think to yourself oh well i would do this in this situation right, yeah, i would yeah. move like this i'd yeah, I'd hide there i tell you all the time i'm i already know my hiding spot i'm hiding right under the sink okay nobody's he gonna does, look there he does say he does side <laughs> well. i'm gonna fit my ass in there i don't know if i could do it at the sink though the covers are a little small um, Zach, i think you and i both might be too big <laughs> to fit under a sink fuck off that's my hiding <laughs> spot but like that's what we do in horror movies right? and so we are in a way getting to live that and it's like having an argument with somebody that you're not actually like in your mind, right? If like I was arguing with you and I've done this, I had an argument with you in my mind, like while I'm taking a shower and stuff. And I've I live out the argument and then it like isn't that big of a deal, you know? Um and you kind of get to do that while you're like saying, I'll do this in this horror movie, I'll do this in this horror movie. But if that happened to you in real life, you don't that it's not gonna happen like that. You don't get to compute it like that. You
1: know, it's funny because I'm like a very micro scale of that. Like, you know how sometimes, like, I hate when people are like, oh, well, I would have. And they like act as if they would have started a fight because someone yeah. said something. Like, I'm always like, one, you know, you wouldn't have. And two, like, be like, I just, I hate if, like, I'm telling a story and someone is just kind of like interjecting, oh, like, what I would have done is blah, 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 blah. Like, mm. I would have told that person to go fuck themselves. And it's like, well, you know, you wouldn't have.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, I uh, absolutely do that.
1: <laughs> no, 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 but like, <laughs> But I don't know. I feel like you yeah. don't do that. Um oh, absolutely. Uh, like, I feel like it work a lot of times if it's like telling your customer story and it's like, well, I would have told that customer they can like get out. And it's like, but we can't say that. Like, yeah. no, I just have to eat shit and be like the yeah. whole time and give them my thousand yard stare. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like and it's the same thing, right? Like you never know. That's why a lot of times when people to relate it back to screen. Mm. We get Sydney saying, oh, stupid horror movies where girls are running up the stairs and they should be running out the door. And
0: then like. And then it happens to her and she exact. Oh, perfect example, you know, <laughs> they her, do, they because do. it is perfect, right? Like and that she's is
1: smart. It's not like she's stupid
0: because the real I mean, because we have to remember scream in that movie is the real world. Right. right yeah. And so uh, we just the real world is way too unpredictable and way too scary because of that and too uncontrolled. And that's what makes it so horrifying. And a, a movie will never live up to that. And so, yeah. watching a movie is a lesser degree of that that we can handle. You know, we can control that.
1: And, and like you know, but like uh, the like you know, the horror book that I've been working on is very much like I'm using my experiences with grief. Like all of the like characters and stuff is like literally just me. It's just like my and like you read the first two chapters and you're like, oh yeah, she's you. And I was like, yep. Yeah. She is, and I feel like that's like a lot of reason why we like like watching horror is because of that. We can like put ourselves in there and like, you know, sometimes we can think, I wonder if I would do this. A horror movie, like you don't know that you would be like, I have to run in this direction. Mm -hmm. I have to like hide here because like there's a man with a knife trying to like chop you up. So like you're maybe not thinking that clear
0: but as you're watching it you know you do get to be that confident right you get yeah, to yeah. you get to be immediately that confident in your in your in your in that situation i can i can put you know as i'm watching and thinking what i would do in halloween if i saw the bodies up there you know i can i can tell myself exactly what i would do and i that is reality because it's happening in my mind, you know? So that happens. It's real. It becomes real. Yeah. But then in real life, you know, I can't control what that guy's going to do. I can't control what – if the neighbor's going to open the fucking door for me right. and I, you know? Like it just – I think the controlled versus the uncontrolled is really what separates real life from horror movies. And we – the controlled always will make you feel better, you know? It always will. Um, I think Wes Craven said it really well. I found a quote from him. And he said, it's from some documentary, he said, horror films don't create fear, they release it. And I think that's perfect, right? Like you are setting, you are putting yourself in this controlled environment to feel the fear that they are trying to project onto you. And whether you're projecting your own experiences and relating your own experiences, however, you're going to feel something. I mean, if you don't feel anything, it's a bad movie, (laughs) you know? Um, And sometimes. Yeah, and you leave the theater, hopefully, Having released that and having – you feel – I I specifically, just talking about me, I feel lighter after watching a horror movie. Um, one of my comfort horror movies is definitely Ready or Not. I love watching her kind of go through all of these people and, like, really stick up for herself, take control of her own life, and come out the other end, right? And
1: – And – and Yeah. Which also it's wild that we haven't covered that movie. But, yeah. like, it's, a, it's like also there's, like – Something to the fact that she's just like, fuck, this is happening. Okay. Like there's never a moment when she's like, this can't be happening. No, 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 I don't believe it. Everyone she's kind of like, let me put on my Chuck Taylors because (laughs) I'm
0: And she and she and she fucking gets out of there, you know? And that's what all we that's all we want in life is just to get out of there. Any situation that kind of (sighs) puts us down down in the ditch. We wanna we wanna climb out of there and we wanna be okay, you know. Hopefully none of us will ever have to experience something as extreme as a horror movie, you know? Um, But still going through it in our minds and like experiencing while we're watching is still, it can still be super cathartic because it's a trial exercise. I already said that, but it's, it's true. I think that's why I, I think that's why I use horror to cope with real life. So, so well, I, I, if I'm feeling any sort of way, I always go to a horror movie. It's just my common right. Alstra hates how much I watch horror movies and how much I try to get us to watch horror movies. And he's the same way with sort of like rom coms. Rom com will never do shit for me. Like it just it just doesn't. Unless it's the time traveler's wife and I need a good cry. I just don't I don't connect to the rom coms the same way, you know? Um I need a horror movie and I need that, that thrill or that anxiety or something that I need to process at that moment. I, and that I need to release. I have to watch something that coincides with that. And then I get to release it just even just for that moment, you know, for
1: me, it's only horror movies that are more in line with like stream and ready or not that are for me like comforting. And
0: Mm -hmm.
1: other than that, like, I watch fucking predatory and I'm just like the tensest I've ever been when that movie ends. Um, and I hate it. Uh, and like, again, I love that movie. I think it's fantastic. It's just not for me enjoyable. Um, and like there are, I think if it's not stuff like that, where it's like a spooky, like intent, like, you know, the conjuring is scary, but not like, I don't know. It's not as like harsh as hereditary. Right. Yeah. Um, when they're as harsh or hereditary, they're never comforting for me. Um, but yeah, it's gotta be something where either it's the conjuring where it's like, yeah, but you know, this couple is going to be fine. And okay. Yeah. There's some ghosts or like a slasher, even like ready or not. That's not a slasher, but like, eh, you know, it's kind of in that vein because she's mostly just fighting the people. Yeah. Uh, like those, those do well for comfort. If you, if you can see someone coming out alive, even if they're drenched in blood, if you see them surviving, then I,
0: yeah yeah and we love that we love that we love a survivor we love uh, we love a final girl over here we at my do. bloody we judy do. we do we're gonna have a whole final girl discussion so i'm trying not to go into final girls too much right now um because we will have that next week uh I know I didn't prove myself. Ugh. it's just you know I, I get it i get it it's to the outside world and to me the the love for horror movies and using horror movies to kind of like just just saying i i watch horror movies to cope with my anxiety or something that sounds fucking wild that sounds so ridiculous and so like uh, unhinged but you just get it if you're here if you get it you get it you know um so i guess we'll kind of okay. leave it at that do you have anything to say add? welcome i was gonna say welcome to my bloody judy we're both on <laughs> welcome English. to my bloody judy for the gays love a horror movie surprise um i don't know what about you guys let us know down in the comments let us know on twitter however you want to send it to us dms um how do you use horror to cope with, with real life or your own emotions, your own mental health? Um, or is it just entertainment for you and you're like, y'all are y- – you faggots need to calm down a little bit, okay? <laughs> you're being – the faggotry is, is up to here right now. <laughs> we I don't know. could have dicks in our mouth to make it worse. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time.
1: Bye. I-